Hinduism is the lost court, the mission note of present-day Christianity. Every true soldier is a hero. A soldier without heroism is a chocolate soldier, who has not been stirred to scorn and mirth at the very thought of a chocolate soldier. In peace, true soldiers are captive lions fretting in their cages. War gives them their liberty and sends them like boys bounding out of school to obtain their heart's desire or perish in the attempt. Battle is a soldier's vital breath. Peace turns him into a stooping asthmatic. War makes him a whole man again, and it gives him the heart, strength, and vigor of a hero. Every true Christian is a soldier of Christ, the hero par excellence. Braver than the bravest, scorning the soft seductions of peace and oft-repeated warnings against hardship, disease, danger, and death, whom he counts among his bosom friends. The otherwise Christian is a chocolate Christian, dissolving in water and melting at the smell of fire. Sweeties they are bonbons, lollipops, giving their lives on a glass dish or in a cupboard box, each clad in his soft clothing, a little frilled white paper to preserve his dear little delicate constitution. Here are some portraits of chocolate soldiers taken by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. He said, I go, sir, and went not. He said he would go to the heathen, but stuck fast to the Christendom instead. They say and do not. They tell others to go, and yet do not go themselves. Never, said General Gordon to a corporal, as he himself jumped upon the parapet of a trench, before Sebastopol to fix Gabi on which the corporal had ordered a private to fix, and wouldn't fix himself. Never tell another man to do what you are afraid to do yourself. To the chocolate Christian the very thought of war brings a violent attack of ague, while the call to battle always finds him with the palsy. I really cannot move, he says. I only wish I could, but I can sing and here are some of my favorite lines. I must be carried to the skies on a flowery bed of ease. Let others fight to win the prize, or sail through bloody seas. Mark time, Christian heroes never go to war. Stop and mind the babies playing on the floor. Wash and dress and feed them forty times a week, till they're roly-poly pudding, so to speak. Chorus, round and round the nursery, let us ambulate. Sugar and spice and all that's nice must be on our slate. Thank the good Lord, said a very fragile white-haired lady. God never meant me to be a jellyfish. She wasn't. God never was a chocolate manufacturer, never will be. God's men are always heroes. In Scripture you can trace their giant foot tracks down the sands of time. Noah walked with God, he did not only preach righteousness, he acted it. He went through water and didn't melt. He breasted the current of popular opinion of his day, scorning alike the hatred and ridicule of the scoffers, who mocked at the thought of there being but one way of salvation. He warned the unbelieving and entered the ark himself, didn't open the door an inch when God had shut it, a real hero untamed by the fear of man. Learn to scorn the praise of men, learn to loose with God. Jesus won the world through shame, and beckons us his road. Abraham, a simple farmer, at a word from the invisible God, marched with his family and stock through the terrible desert to a distant land to live among a people whose language he could neither speak nor understand. Not bad, that. But later he did even better, marching hotfoot against the combined army of five kings, flushed with recent victory to rescue one man. His army? Just three hundred eighteen-odd fellows, armed like a circus crowd. And he won, too. He always wins who sides with God. What pluck! Only a farmer, no war training. Yet what hero has eclipsed his feet? His open secret?
He was the friend of God. Moses, the man of God, was a species of human chameleon, scholar, general, lawgiver, leader, etc., brought up as the emperor's grandson with more than a good chance of coming to the throne. One thing only between him and it, truth. What a choice. What a temptation. A throne for a lie. Ignominy, banishment, or likely enough death for the truth. He played the man. Refusing to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, he chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin and success for a season, accounting the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. Again I see him, now an old man and alone, marching stolidly back to Egypt after forty years of exile, to beard the lion in his den to liberate Pharaoh's slaves right under his very nose, and to lead them across the great and terrible wilderness. A wildcat affair, if ever there was.